of God, the Holy Spirit. That which Paul wrote here is of God. It's God speaking through his messenger. In verse 20, God said here, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ, be reconciled to God. We are ambassadors for Christ. God is using Paul to declare how the law is good and that God blesses it to declare us guilty. In the book of Romans 7, in 7 verse 16, it then sent to the law. Good. Now then, it is no more I that do it in me. What does God mean when he makes Paul say that it is no more Paul, does it? But see that dwells in him. Well, as God called to write, no good thing dwelleth in him, God moved and qualified what he meant, that is, in my flesh. There's nothing about our flesh. Our flesh causes us trouble. I'm healthy, emotional, but the body struggles to keep up. So Paul is regenerated. Believers, or else he would not have known this about himself. Therefore, what God declares here through Paul is true of every regenerated believer. In our flesh dwelleth no good thing. But yet we say, she's just a sweet lady. She's just a good person. And we don't want you to stop saying that. But spiritually, there's none good. The only thing that keeps us from doing what we want to do 24 hours a day is the Spirit of God that lives in us. We need to realize that. Once we realize that, then we will see that the only way I can be what God wants me to be is to follow his Son. See, the reason Paul qualified that it was in our flesh and no good thing dwelled is because in that regenerated believer, there is an inward man which is the creation of Christ and every God, everything God creates in him. See, there's, there's actually the person that you see this morning. Then there's the person that you don't see. But God sees. And what is the shame? We're more interested most of the time what you think than we are what God thinks. Because if we can get the applause and praises of our brothers and sisters, we must be doing all right. But if you ever did a Bible study on liars, on lying, Christians are the worst liars there is. 
their life is so far out of the will of God. They don't pray daily. They don't read the Bible daily. They don't seek to do His will. But we don't see that. But God does. But God does. Now, outline is very simple. In our flesh dwells no good thing. Number two, in order for us to know this, God must create a new inward man within us. And God made Paul qualify his statement because that which Christ creates is good like Christ. So every one of us that are saved this morning, we have the ability in our inward man to be pleasing unto the Lord, to be a church member that God can use, to be a husband, to be a wife, to be a child that can bring glory to God. But we got to yield to the Lord. We got to yield to the Lord. But you know, the one thing that we don't want in this world, we don't want to be different. You know. A friend of mine came and she said, you know, I'm here to help you to go through your closet. I said, you are? She said, yeah, you know, some of these clothes you got in your closet, uh, ain't nobody would wear them but you. I said, I know nobody ain't going to wear them but me. So why are you here? See, my point is, we're more interested in the outward than we are the inward. But that inward is what's going either to heaven or to hell. That body is going to be destroyed. In the context, the flesh is not that part of the believer which has a new will to obey God. I mean, it is just not there. It is not there because we know that in Romans chapter 7 and we look at verse 18, it says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh, Well, of no good thing. Somebody may say, well, I don't dream of that. I'm not all bad. Yes, you are. You're totally depraved. The only good in you is what God has put in there. If God was to leave your body, you go back to what you was doing before you ever heard the word of God. In a heartbeat. It is the grace of God that saves you. It is the grace of God that keeps you. In Romans 7.20, God said, Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. 
Now, we probably have all hurt somebody's feelings and didn't mean to. Well, God said here, now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I to do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So anytime that you let the flesh take over, you're in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to be sad. You're going to be unhappy. And you miss out on so many blessings. Verse 22, Paul went on and said, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. When I look at me as a fleshly man, there's nothing to glory in. But when I think about the man who lives inside of me, I've got a lot to brag about. He chose me. I didn't choose him. He died for me. I didn't die for him. He is the reason I'm going to heaven when I die. He's the reason that you sometimes get to a point physically that you say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because you know that flesh, when it gets to a point, is not going to get better. But we're fighters. And we fight for that flesh, don't we? You know. I mean, it's it's possible, you know, that uh, when I have the test that, you know, that old pig's vows, it ain't working right. Or something else is, is wrong. It's possible. So if it is, then I've got to decide, do I want to go through heart surgery number three? Or do I want to go home? I'm just laying it out. That's what you're doing when you turn your back upon God because if you don't repent of your sins and come back to him, he's taking you home if you're saved. It's called a premature death. No, everybody dies right on time. How do I know that? God's word said it's appointed other man wants to die. That's not bad, but then the judgment. And there's no argument. It's no saying, God, I didn't know that. I'd never heard that God. No, you'll see yourself as God's seen you. Hell bound because you turn your back upon God who gave his son that you may have life and you may have it abundantly. Verse 23 in Romans 7 said, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Jesus Christ, my Lord. So this is why God made Paul distinguish between the flesh and the new spirit. 
put in us by the Holy Spirit of God. See, every child Adam conceives is only corrupt flesh. You know, I've got a son-in-law that I, I thank Paul for. He sends me almost a picture of my little granddaughter almost every day, at least two or three times a week. And I can't imagine that little blonde-headed, sweet muffin is a sinner that she was conceived in sin. And if she's not one of God's, I'll never see her again once I die. But see, that child belongs to God, not to Jay and Paul. You know the television show, Father Knows Best? You've got to be my age. <laughs> you know, it takes you back. But my Father knows best. He knows best. You know, so we need to get concerned about the flesh and what it really is. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18. You see, you know, having the understanding darkening, said having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because the blindness of their heart. If you don't know your true condition, you have chose to be blind to what God's word has said. Now, you won't be able to do anything about it until God works on your worker. But if you're one of his, one of these days you'll say, I've had enough. I want Jesus Christ as my Lord, my Savior, and while I'm here on earth, I want him as my teacher. Concerning fleshly knowledge, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2.14 that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. They're foolish unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Now, you know, God knows best. Only God can bless you when you're obedient. Many, many people, many, many people are suffering today because they will not acknowledge their need of Christ. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 3 speaks of the heart of the sons of men being full of evil. But we hear people say all the time, if I know my heart, you don't. You don't know your heart. God says you can't know your heart. Your heart is full of evil. 
you follow your heart without being a child of God and you'll wind up in hell. That's hard for the lost man to understand. Matter of fact, it's even lost, even hard for a lot of saved people to understand. But God said, the heart of the sons of men are full of evil. Concerning love toward God, you know, I believe Romans 8, 7, the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's evil. But once you say, God, you said it, I believe it, so it makes it true. Now we come to the point, God, you said it. It's true whether I believe it or not. But see, we've got this mentality. If I don't believe it, then it don't affect me. But in love toward God, we hear people all the time. I love God. I love... Well, Romans 8, Romans 8, verse 7, God said, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Have you said or have you heard somebody said, this person professed to be saved. No, that's not possible. I mean, everything they do is right. They put others first. They do this, they do this, they do that. But we're not saved by our good works. Good works is just the evidence that we're saved. You know, we've got to understand that. Fleshly ability to believe, you know, as we look in the book of John, chapter 12 and verse 39. Notice this. John 12, verse 39. God said, Therefore they could not believe because that Esau said again, He had blinded their eyes and harden their hearts that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts and be converted and I should heal them. Because so many lost people has been fed this lie. Accept Christ and all your problems will be solved. Can't find that in the Bible anywhere. Can't even find a hint of it. What it does say and what it is that once Christ becomes my life, then I will cannot go through anything that God's going to leave me there alone. He'll be there to walk with me and talk with me. You've got to be obedient. You've got to be faithful in the small things as well as the large things. Concerning fleshly power to acknowledge Christ. No man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Spirit. That's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 3. 
Jesus is Lord to me. How can I say that? Because I'm a child of the King. I'm a child of the King. Now, a new man must be created. When we look at Romans chapter 7, and we look at Romans chapter 7, what a beautiful verse. And, you know, if you mark in your Bible, it would be good to underline that if you don't already have it. But he said in Romans chapter 7 and verse 18, For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. In order for us to know that in our flesh nothing is good, a new inward man must be created by God. Now, to remove all doubt in that statement, let's go to Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. God said, But the natural man receiveth not the things of God, not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. See, we're looking at the situation and not what God said. That is seen more than ever when it comes to being honest with your tithes and offerings. Oh, if when I get out of debt, Preacher, I'm on a tithe like you ain't never seen. You'll never be out of debt. The devil will keep you in debt. We just got to learn that if I make $100 this afternoon, you know, sometimes I don't charge, but sometimes when I preach a funeral, somebody will give me 100 bucks or 200 bucks. If they give me 200 bucks, 20 of it belongs to the Lord. That's just a given. But see, we don't do that unless we really sure that God said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse and I'll bless you so you overflow it. No different than believing if you'll repent and believe that he'll save you. The same God. But see, the natural man here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, the natural man received not the things of the Spirit of God, for they're foolish unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself judgeth a no man. For who knoweth the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. 
but we have the mind of Christ. We have the ability to know what God wants. First of all, because the Word became flesh and dwelleth. Second of all, when Christ went back to heaven, he said it's expedient that I draw not away, but if I draw away, I'll send the Holy Spirit and he will lead you, guide you, and direct you in all truth. God made the Apostle Paul clearly state that God had not a new spirit in him as well as in all who are born again. See? For the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual does all things, yet he himself does of no man. But you'll be surprised that when somebody wants to talk to me, I go make a visit and they have a question and they'll say, I know what the Bible says, but I want your opinion. That is downgrading me. Because if my opinion is not like God's opinion, I can't help you at all. See, the natural man receiving not the things of God. The natural man can't understand the natural man cannot understand why it is best for something to happen that just tires our life all apart. God made the Apostle Paul clearly state that God had put a new spirit in him as well as in all who are born of God. Notice Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7, beginning with verse 5. Romans 7, 5. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sin, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law that being dead wherein we were held that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say? Is the law sin? God forbid, nay, I had not known sin but by the law. That's why there's a speed limit there. We wouldn't know what the speed limit was. Does that speed limit stop most of us? Nah. That speed limit sign is there for a reason. God allows things to happen to us for a reason. Because sometimes it takes losing that we love to appreciate what we have. 
Well, the same power of God spoke creation into existence from nothing, speaks the new spiritual creation into existence within the child. I mean, he spoke this world into existence. He, he said, let there be light, there was light, let there be, let there be, and there was, there was, there was. God took an old depraved sinner such as I. Let somebody knock on my door. Let somebody bug me until I finally say, all right, Lord, I'm yours. And then he gave me a desire to support my church, to back my pastor, and to love the membership of the church. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. Only God. Because we know, as we see here in Romans chapter 7 and verse 18, that I know that in me, that is my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, and how to perform that which is good I find not. We keep trying to do right and wind up doing wrong. We keep doing right and trying to do wrong. Because we can't, you can't improve on something that is depraved. You just can't do that. The Lord said, the flesh profit nothing. But Christ's creation is good. And Romans 7, 18 says, oh, I tell you, look here, Romans 7, 18. He said, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, well of no good thing. For the will is present with me. When we have a revival, when you come down the aisle, you want to rededicate your life to the Lord, and that lasts about as long as it took you to walk down the aisle. You was expecting something for nothing. To live your life in the center of God's will means you've got to give up some things. Once you slack, the devil will never let you go because he knows your weakness. Christ, be sure to get his until this work is performed. We will please our flesh to use in some way until a new spirit is put in us by God, we will continue that there is a will for God, our flesh, or our spark of life in the flesh. But like anything else, you know, uh, you, you have a child, and the doctor you know, tells you the child's healthy. 
But that child depends on somebody else to provide him or her with what is needed so she or he can remain healthy. And, you know, there's a restaurant that I plan to go to. I, everybody tells me about the chef. It's the greatest chef in the world, you know. I say, I'm going to try it once. The chef, his name gets people there. The word of God will get lost sinners here if they know about it. He said, but people don't want to hear. Of course they don't. If they wanted to hear about it, they would have already heard. But God said in John 6, 33, that the flesh profit nothing. Christ's creation is good. But as Paul said, for in me, you know, this is what he said in Romans chapter 7 and verse 18. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwell of no good thing, for the will is present with me. I want to, I was planning on, I had every intention of being there, but Aunt Sue showed up. Open the door, tell Aunt Sue where the water is. If you want to fix anything in the refrigerator, I'll be back about 12.30. Oh, I can't do that. You can't or you won't. But you know what happens after 50 years? Nobody shows up in my house because they know I'm not going to be there. And if they come after church, they know that I've got Facebook Live at 6.30. I want them out of the house for 6. So no wonder you don't have no friends. I like to be on the same track as Jesus. If you knew me, you knew that I love you even though you don't agree with me. I love you even though you can't find yourself totally surrendering to the Lord. I'll still love you. And I'll keep praying that God gets all of you. Christ's creation is good. But in the flesh, there's nothing there. Isaiah 65, 17 said, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered nor come unto mine. But be ye glad and rejoice, for ever is that which I create. For behold, a Created Jerusalem is rejoicing in her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. 